Hi and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host Michael Tipper. Who else would it be? Now today is an episode where I thought I would do it whilst I go out and about wandering around the local neighbourhood getting my steps up. I get my number of steps up for today. And today what I want to talk about is what I call my productivity improvement operating system. Now one of the things that I've realized over the years is that it's okay trying techniques out. You read a book and you read a technique or you hear someone on a podcast mention a technique and you try it out and you have a go at trying it out and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes they stick, sometimes they don't. And I realized that can be an inefficient use of time. So over this last year and I've reflected on the last couple of years, I've been looking at ways of making these developments last longer and be more effective. So I developed this thing called my Productivity Improvement Operating System and it's got five components to it and I've been refining it and fine-tuning it and finding it's working really well for myself and I'm going to start sharing it with my clients in the seminars and coaching and one-on-one work that I do helping people become more productive and getting more of the right things done for them. So there are five stages. In summary, the first stage is setting a clear direction. The second stage is a focus on marginal gains. The third stage is operating with a growth mindset. The fourth stage is developing awareness. And the fifth stage is offering, 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 operating on a continuous improvement cycle. So let me take each of those stages one at a time. So setting a clear direction is really important. And uh, in an earlier episode, I did a review of Heidi Grant Halverson's great book, Nine Things Successful People Do Differently. And I've been using those principles for the last couple of years, sharing those with people. And that, the principles from that book pretty much define the approach for setting a clear direction. And there are seven steps to setting a clear direction. The first one is deciding the general area of improvement that you're going to be focusing on. Now, that's a starting point. It's, if you like, it's the high level category of where the improvement wants to come in. So that could be timekeeping, that could be journaling, it could be meeting criteria. There's all sorts of ways it could be, but you st- you, that's a starting point. Step two is getting very, very clear on setting a specific goal for that. And the specificity is a key thing here. One of my favorite quotes about productivity is from Chip and Dan Heath, which says, resistance is often the lack of clarity. And so the clearer and more specific the definition of what it is you want to improve, the, the behavior that you want to instill, the better that's going to be. Now, the next step, step three, is identifying the obstacles between you and the goal you're looking to achieve. Now, this is important for a number of reasons. The first is because it develops what's called realistic optimism. Now, realistic optimism is a state of mind about how you approach your goals. So being optimistic that you can do it is one thing. And if you are 
if you are someone who is um, optimistic and you're looking to lose weight, research has shown that you're likely to lose 26 pounds more than those who aren't optimistic about it. However, if you're realistically optimistic, and by that I mean you recognise that you're going to be able to do this, but it will come with challenges and difficulties, you're going to lose £24 more than those who are just optimistic they can do it. So by identifying your obstacles that get in the way, is you're looking ahead at what you'll need to deal with in order to achieve your goal. Now the fourth step in this process is something called mental contrasting. This is where you look at the goal, look at your obstacles, look at the goal, think about your obstacles and start contrasting between the two. And what this does is this creates more of a necessity to act. It shows you what is necessary in order to achieve what you've got to do, what you've got to overcome. And that greater clarity with the contrasting increases the likelihood you're able to achieve those goals. Now the fifth step, this is about deciding when and where you're going to apply your new behaviour. And the most effective way of doing this is doing what's called if-then planning. Now this is, the technical term for this is called implementation intention. So again research has shown with student people who are doing various things that if you set someone a goal they are more likely to do it than if their goal is not set. However, if you set a goal and then put in place a plan of how you're going to do that, you're more likely to do it than those who just set the goal. So if then planning is a form of implementation intention. And so in a previous episode, I use this to help me instill my journaling habit. And it really works. So something like if it's six o'clock in the evening, then I will open up my journal and I will capture my successes of the day and look at what I could have done better. So something as simple as that. So that's step five. Now step six starts to look at something called the growth mindset, which I'll talk about in a second. And this is about writing an affirmation about how you're improving your abilities in this area. I won't go into any much more detail than that other than say, Self-talk is a very powerful way of helping you define a new identity about being the person who's going to instill this new behaviour automatically. And then finally, step seven in this process is all about getting very clear on what doing looks like. So getting a clear understanding of what the outcome, what success looks like is, is powerful, but also more powerful in my mind is being able to identify what the actual process of doing the task looks like. So those seven steps help you set a clear direction. And they're all come from Grant, uh, Heidi Grant Halverson's book, The Nine Things Successful People Do Differently. So they're based in proven research and psychological principles. So, and I found they work really, really well for me. So that's a clear direction. Now the next thing is looking at making changes 
in terms of marginal gains. Now marginal gains is a term that came to light out of the Team GB cycling performance in the Olympics over the last 20 years. In 2000 in Sydney they got four gold medals, oh sorry, four medals. In 2004 Athens they got eight medals. And if you look at their performance since then, in 2008 in Beijing they got 21 medals, I think it is. They got 22 in 2012 in London and in Rio in 2016 I think they got to 21. So there's been a huge leap in their performance. And that's come from David Brailsford, now Sir David Brailsford, identifying that if you were to break down all the components of riding a bike, and this is everything, into their small component parts and improved each by 1%, when you put them all back together again, then the cumulative effect of all those improvements has a massive impact. And that effectively is what marginal gains is all about. So one of the things about my productivity improvement operating system is a recommendation not to take big leaps, but to do it in small, tiny chunks. And a number of psychological reasons for that, not least the fact that if you try and make too big a leap, A, it'll be seen as a threat by your brain and you're less likely to do it, you become more resistant. And B, it's going to be harder for you to do that big leap. So you take it in smaller stages. Now the third process, the third part of my productivity improvement system, or productivity improvement operating system, so you've got a set of clear direction, you make small changes, and the third thing is to adopt a growth mindset. Now Carol Dweck first, I think she coined the term, fixed and growth mindsets. Her research identified that if you believe that your talents and skills are fixed, then you'll have what's called a fixed mindset. And that means you'll approach things. So you'll avoid challenges. If there's any obstacles, you'll, you'll give up easily. You won't practice because if you can't do it now, then you'll never be able to do it. Well, that's what you'll believe. You'll, you'll take criticism personally. And other success will you'll be threatened by it. But contrast that with a growth mindset. This is someone who will embrace challenges, will work hard and persist through obstacles, always looking to find the way through it, sees effort and repetition as the path to mastery in developing a skill, because a skill can be developed take any criticism as useful feedback to get even better and are inspired by the success. So I think it's fairly obvious which one of those is going to be more beneficial to developing the skills of becoming even more productive is having a growth mindset. Now the fourth component of my productivity improvement operating system is that of developing awareness. So a number of things that are useful here. The first one is journaling. So as you develop your skills, you take notes on identifying the challenges that you're facing. You will make notes and reflect on the success of your day, understand the things that you now will probably need to improve upon, and then record the successes and or failures of the experiments that you try. So journaling is a very powerful way of raising your awareness. The second thing I recommend 
is tracking your time. I've been now doing this for 18, nearly 19 weeks. I think this is the 19th week of me tracking my time. And it's given me some really good data about how I am behaving and what I'm doing, actually doing with my time. Not what I think I'm doing, what I'm actually doing. And that in the early days, I identified that I thought I was doing really well in working on some of the projects I was working on. But actual fact, the amount of time I was doing in meaningful work was much less than I thought. Only that data proved it. The data showed, the data doesn't lie. So tracking your time is really important. The third thing I'd recommend is that every day when you plan your days and when you plan your weeks, when you plan your months, is you'll have goals that you'll look to achieve. And when you compare what you've actually done with what you set out to do, that's great feedback. And ultimately, it's all about being mindful. I could spend a long time talking about the benefits of mindfulness over and above just being aware of what you're doing. But essentially, you're looking at being mindful of your results and the way that you work. It's just started raining whilst I'm walking out doing this. I'm going to have to rush a little bit. Fortunately, I'm just by my house, so I'll be able to go in. And then the final, the final part of the productivity improvement operating system is to operate from a mode of continual incremental improvement. W. Edwards Deming basically transformed the Japanese economy through his teachings and principles of continuous improvement through... Uh, increasing efficiencies, uh, getting feedback and making changes, evolving into uh, even better systems and organisations. And the Japanese economy's success in the 50s and 60s was phenomenal because of what happened there. So when you adopt a process of regularly defining what it is you want to do, measuring the impact of that, looking at seeing if that's working for you and then refining it, and you keep doing that over and over and over again, you develop an approach called Kaizen, which is Japanese for Kai, I think, is change, and Zen is good, so Kaizen is good change. And that approach of continually improving is going to be one that means that you'll constantly be able to get better and better and better, but also it'll allow you to evolve with the changing environment that we're in. Things are changing so quickly, the environment's changing so quickly, you're going to have to keep developing your skills to keep up. So there's a quick summary of my productivity operating system, operating productivity improvement operating system summary with its five stages of setting a clear direction, operating with small marginal gains, operating from a growth mindset, developing your awareness, and operating from continuous incremental improvement as a philosophy. So that's today's episode. Until tomorrow.